is going on, everybody? Welcome back to just another podcast. I am your co-host, Andreas Van Grieken. Oh, are we going to do voices? <laughs> <laughs> and I am your co-host, Hayden Patterson. <laughs> I don't know. I just felt right. What? <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening in this week. Today, we have a little bit more of a somber topic, something that's near and dear to our hearts and... Uh, is kind of the story of of us in a weird way of how kind of like how we came to be, but Aww. from our separate paths, um, we're cute. gonna we're gonna talk about our Disney journeys um, in lieu of everything that's currently been happening with Disney World and the world in general. We thought it'd be kind of fun and almost like therapeutic to talk about the good times that we've had in the past and you know the good times that we will have in the future as well with the Disney company. Absolutely. So do you want to start talking about your story first or my like how do you want to how do you want to do this? Um I mean I can go first and since cuz I have a Disney journey before before I knew you. Okay. So well right. I, so, I mean so did I. Yeah. That's Well <laughs> like 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 my my Yes, your program started before me. <laughs> All right, well, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, I mean, like, where, what, what's a good, like, good place to start? That's up to you. Okay, I thought you were going to see the very beginning. I was gonna well, you know, um, I think either answer was smart alecky enough. <laughs> um, okay, so, I mean, oh, okay, yes. <laughs> cool, yeah, I told her I was going to get water for a second, but it's fine, since she's not capable of, like, registering what I said and speaking at the same time. We're just going to air that out there. So, um, I'll be back. Would you like water? Okay. Do anything you need? Snacks? Okay. Cool. <laughs> Bye. Okay. Well, hi, everybody. <laughs> um, okay. So, I guess I'll... It's weird. He's not in the room anymore, so it's weird talking to just myself. Anyways, um, okay. So, I guess my Disney journey... Um, I mean, yes, it technically started when my college program started. Um, however, uh, I'll, I'll backtrack a little bit, um, because I knew about the Disney college program since I was probably, um, I want to say a sophomore or junior in high school. Um, it was just some random, uh, blurb in our, in our school newspaper that I just happened to read about and already being a pretty Disney obsessed person by that point, um, it's (laughs) going to college and, and being a Disney princess, which I'm pretty sure is what the title of the article was, um, someone had interviewed their older sister who was friends with some of the princesses. Um, just, it seemed like the best fit for me ever. Um, and I had, um, my friend Tiffany back in high school who was a year older than me, um, who did her Disney college program about like halfway through, uh, when she was in college. So when I was, um, probably a freshman in college she she did her own dcp um and posted vlogs about it and just posted all of this stuff about um about uh her whole process and everything and just her whole journey with it um and so it was really cool like i was i was definitely like living vicariously through her and like i just started college and was already so excited to 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 go out and do the DCP. Um, the way that my major worked, I was a music major and then I became a theater major. Um, but the way that a lot of the classes were offered at my school, um, like 
one class would only be offered in the fall and then its following class would be offered like its counterpart class would be offered only in the spring so um leaving for a semester to do to do the dcp wasn't really um a smart move for me so i i decided early on that i would do that after i graduated um and that that would kind of be my my few months to to breathe after after completing college um and uh Andres is back. <laughs> Hello. Um, and and then figure out my next steps of, of adulthood from there. So it was never really like the the plan. Um, it might have been like a tentative plan in the back of my mind, but it was never like the plan to stay at Disney. It was just kind of like, okay, this last year of college was like the hardest one yet. Um, I don't want to be an adult for a few months and I'm just going to go work at Disney and, and that'll be totally fine. Um, <laughs> it worked for me. <laughs> yeah. Same. Um, so, so that was the plan. So I applied, um, for the DCP during my last semester of college. Um, I think I want to say January, February. Um, and you know, did all the Facebook groups, figured out like, what the the phone interview questions would be, what the the online test would be like, everything. I was going to Tiffany asking her about things, watching her vlogs again. I meant to mute that. <laughs> um, oh, so, uh, <laughs> um, and just like trying trying to absorb as much as I could. Like at that point, like that was that was the plan. It was graduate Disney question mark after that. So. Um, and I, I think it's, I did my, I made it to the phone interview and I think I, um, I was under the impression I would have to wait a few weeks before I found out anything. And I found out, I think like two days later, um, I got the email that I was going to get into the DCP the same day that like my biggest, like to basically my thesis statement for, for school was due. And I was really stressed out about that. So I had a lot of emotions running high that day. I was like as excited as I could ever be, but also like wanted to throw up from, from nerves at the assignment. So like I... It was, it was a lot, but, um, but I originally got accepted, um, to do a lifeguard role with, uh, DCP. Um, and so, which I thought was fun. I had been a lifeguard, um, in my, my previous jobs and I worked at a summer camp for, for at that point, I think I'd been a lifeguard for two years and I really liked it. Um, and I had never like really been a strong swimmer, um, but it really worked up to being able to get that lifeguard certification. Um, and I definitely use that that unique certification in my interview to see if that would my phone interview with Disney to see if that would help me get a role and and it did ironically we'll find we'll figure that out later (laughs) (laughs) but um so I was like on the Facebook groups um found my roommates um one of my uh, the girl that ended up being my my future roommate for the DCP is now one of my best friends um we met through the Facebook group and like decided right then that we had just been long lost best friends and that is just how it happened and she was the first person that I met when I checked into Chatham um on my on my check-in day uh so I still remember like the exact spot right outside Chatham because they weren't gonna let us in at 8 59 we had to go in at nine on the dot so we just sat out there waiting for for 60 seconds um so hi Kyla. <laughs> hi Kyla. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I I was in Chatham. Um, Kyla and I didn't originally uh, live together. She lived in another apartment and then moved in with me later. Um, so, so yeah, I was I was a lifeguard for about the first month and a half um, of my of my CP. I was um, a lifeguard at the Contemporary Resort, um, and 
I thought it was really cool and I was super excited to be a lifeguard until I finished like my first day of training and then um <laughs> felt the complete opposite of excited. Um I definitely cried a lot. Um just because uh it has it is like nothing that that the process was not bad or anything like that. I think it was just um the the training that Disney offers is different than the training that I had had in the past. I was a Red Cross lifeguard, and my past job and Disney was Alice trained. So it's just it's just different certification, different procedures. And while I was good at it, and I did, I'm proud to say I got hundreds um, on all of my testing and everything. Um, mentally, I don't think I was up for the challenge anymore. It was just a lot of life or death responsibility that ended up causing a lot of stress for me during the beginning of my program, um, which was really hard because, like, this is, like, the thing I had been, like, waiting for for so long, for so many years. This is my, like, not big break, but, like, you know, like, the thing that I've just been waiting to happen, and it just didn't feel quite as magical because I was, I was, frankly, just very stressed out all the time because there were just so many, so many, um, emergency uh, procedures that I needed to remember and, and so, so much at stake that it was just, it was taking a lot of, a lot, it was taking a lot of my mind to just focus on remembering all of that and staying calm. And I had a really hard time enjoying everything else. So the beginning of my program wasn't as sparkly as I wanted it to be. Um, but thankfully I, in October, I started my program at the very, very beginning of September and towards the end of October, I went home for a friend's wedding. And after talking over it with my family and friends, they said, like, maybe it wouldn't hurt to, to go talk to your to your managers, your leaders about um, possibly getting a different role. And then luckily at that point, I had already applied for an extension because I wanted to stay at Disney longer because, like, who wouldn't? Um, and I did get a, get an extension role in merchandise. Um, so when I called my leader explaining that I just was not comfortable being a lifeguard anymore, they were more than happy to go ahead and place me in my extension role early. Um, so, which was great in between role changes, I got to do a treat shift around Halloween. So that was super fun. Um, and then I got transferred over to merchandise at Disney Springs and that was so much fun, especially because it was around the holidays for Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's. I got to work um, in the section of Disney Springs called Zone 3, um, which is uh, Days of Christmas, Goofy's Candy Company, Art of Disney, and World of Memories. Um, and then later on, we also added on the tree trail um, because my, my zone was in charge of it that year. Um, so that was super fun. I loved it. I got to make super fun um sorcerer mickey apples and i got to embroider a bunch of different ear hats and like get to look at all of this cool artwork and it was so so much fun i have such a passion for christmas ornaments now <laughs> um, it'll do it to you it will um so that was super fun um and while i was there i got very attached to that whole location and my whole team it was great it was so much fun um, and I had a great group of, of friends that I trained with that I'm still friends with now. Um, and so when I found out later that I was going to be transferring to the Magic Kingdom for my actual extension, um, I was a little bummed. Um, I definitely asked my managers if there was any way that I could stay in Zone 3 instead because, like, it felt so much like home. And, um, unfortunately, there was nothing that they could do, so... Um, I was headed to Magic Kingdom for park arrival merchandise, and I had no idea what that was about. I did not understand park arrival merchandise. When I found out that it was, like, ECV rentals and wheelchairs and strollers, I was 
less than thrilled. Um, and I also, I remember telling people that I did not want to, if I had to get switched to another park and couldn't stay in Springs, that Magic Kingdom was the last place I wanted to go because, um, their backstage areas from when I worked my treat shift there for Halloween were confusing and I got lost and it was very traumatizing and it just seemed really big and really busy and, um, the exact opposite of Springs. So when I found out that I was going to be going there, I was even less thrilled. Um... A week later, that changed, but, <laughs> um, so, yeah, and then I, I went to Magic Kingdom, and I feel like this is a good, you just kicked it. I didn't, I'm sorry. Welcome to ASMR. Um, and I feel like that's a good segue to, to go in, because my extension was the beginning of your program, so. Yeah, so. Take it away. The beginning of my journey was a little different than yours, obviously, everyone's is going to be different. Um, I, to be completely honest, did not think I was going to do this. This is something that my mom has kind of pushed on me. Hi, mom. Um, <laughs> for a long time, because she's known about the program for a while. And so have I. Um, but, you know, my mom was always like, why, honey, why don't you do this? Like, this, this would be so awesome. You would have so much fun. The problem with that is that I was always during school. And I didn't... I was such a nerd that I didn't want to take... Like, I was... I've always had this track in my head, right? Where I had to do things at a certain time. I had to reach certain milestones. I had to do this and do that. And part of that was that I had to graduate in four years, which is completely unrealistic for the majority of college students today. Hello. <laughs> With extracurriculars and double majors and minors and whatnot. Um, graduating in four years is not realistic. And because I lost some credits between one school and transferring to the next and this and that, that wasn't going to be my case either. But I didn't know that going into it. So when my mom always told me, honey, you should do the program, you should do the program, I was like, no, I don't want to. I don't want to take that semester off and fall behind. Um, and this is not going to become some weird therapy session for myself, but I've always measured myself um, versus my friends. And I never, I've always felt like if I do Disney, right, not only am I going to get criticized for it because I'm a grown-ass adult, excuse the language, um, for going and, you know, hiding in Disney World for a whole six months. But, <laughs> well, yeah. Um, but I'm going to fall behind scholastically. So I didn't want to do that. So I didn't do it. Well, fast forward to December of 2018. I'm graduating. And I am slightly unsure of what the future holds. I'm applying to grad school for a bunch of different schools. And I am kind of in limbo because my program would not start in the spring. My program was going to start next summer or fall, depending on the school that I was going to. So I had this time period where I had nothing to do. I was currently working for the university, so I was not going to have a job. I did not want to go back home and work there uh, or live at home. Sorry, mom. I was 22 years old. I didn't <laughs> want to go home. Um, so I, I didn't know what to do. And then it was brought to my attention that you can do the program, I think, up to one year after you've graduated. So I was like, okay, well, I literally have nothing else to do. I am a huge Disney person. Why not? This just makes sense. So I applied. And funny enough, I applied very late into the uh, into the, the application window. I think I applied with like a week left before. So my I know some people waited months before they got accepted. I waited a week. Like, I sent my stuff in, and a week later, like... 
I had my uh, phone interview, and two days later, I got the acceptance. So that whole process went very fast. In my head, I was like, well, I'm not going to get in. It's fine. I'm going to plan other things. That's just kind of how I process things. Well, I got in, and I got in fast, and I didn't know what I was going to do. I was like, okay, oh, my God. Oh, this is happening. Like, I have to move to Florida. I'm going to, like, spend six months away from my friends, my mom, my dog, my brother. Like, it's, <laughs> like it, it, was, it was crazy to me. But I said, you know what? It doesn't hurt anything. It's going to be a great life experience. I know you're going to have fun. Do it. So I did. Um, and I don't know if you talked about how your process of one of the things that was also hindered me a bit. And I would say that looking back at it, but kind of not because a grounded without being grounded situation here. Um, like (laughs) it, it didn't hinder me, but I didn't realize that there's something that people did was you match or linked with other people Mm -hmm. so that you knew who you were rooming with. Well, because I applied so late into the program, I didn't know that was a thing. I was not part of any Facebook groups. I didn't know anything. So well, I Facebook chose I chose <laughs> to go in blind. I chose to have all of my roommates be random. And that was weird because I was like, what if I don't vibe with these people? Like, it's going to suck. Everything about it is going to suck. And the whole time I'm like, okay, you know what? I think I want to do attractions. I think I want to do merch. I think I want to be in Magic Kingdom. And I think I want to be in the comments. And you pick all these things in your interview and in your listings and whatnot. And I got what I wanted. I got Magic Kingdom. I got merchandise. Didn't get the location that I wanted um, at that point. And I did not get the living location that I wanted. What location did you want? I wanted a big box. I wanted to be thrown into the mess. Like, I wanted to be Emporium. (laughs) Like, I wanted to... Because I know who I am as a person. And I know that I needed that upbeat, Mm -hmm. like, fast, always busy... Um, style of, of, of work environment. So that that's what I wanted. Um, and when I got park arrival, I was like, what on earth is this? So I wasn't happy about it to begin with, but, you know, we'll get to that later. Um, I feel like everyone, like... Yeah, location, that's exactly like, when you see, of course. And then you see how great later, the people are. Like, there's only strollers. Yeah, it, correct. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, yeah, I decided to do the program and I come down and I've and I got all these things planned. And, you know, I... I, I get to Vista, which was my last choice. I literally got, like, one of my last options. Out of all the things that... All, all the configurations that I could choose for housing, I got one of my last ones. Which is fine. I ended up loving Vista. I ended up having more money than most other people because I paid less. Um, <laughs> which is great. It's really up my alley. And my fears of living with people that I did not like quickly went away. Because every single one of my roommates, I adore greatly every single one of them i am best friends with two of them two of them are here still with me uh, joe is not 50 feet away right now johnny is doing his thing right now still in orlando with me you know brett just came to visit nick hasn't come to visit but i love nick i love randy everyone like i shout out to my boys from vista um <laughs> But, you know, that was a scary that was a scary transition because I have never done the college thing where, like, I roomed with someone because um, I didn't do dorm life. Um, I commuted for my first year of school. So this was a new and weird experience for me. And it ended up working out really great. Um, so all that happens, I get to strollers, didn't think I was going to enjoy it, ended up loving it. And, you know, part of the reason was the cast that came in with me. Part of the reason was the leadership team and the coordinators because they made everything just so grand and magical. And I, you know, I did not plan actually to extend my program um, for a variety of reasons. One of which was I 
got accepted to grad school. I was going to go back to UGA I remember and do counseling. About this. I remember being in the break room and I don't think I had even like fully been introduced to you yet. I don't, and like was still on the fence about, about you yeah. because I didn't really, I just didn't know you. And I remember one of the first things I heard you say was, um, I'm only going to be extending my program if I don't get accepted into grad school. But if I get accepted into grad school, then I'm only staying here for, for the four right. or five months. And I was like, huh. Okay. And that was, <laughs> you know, that, that, that was very uh, contingent because I didn't know what was going to happen. I found out, like, on an off day that I got accepted. And it I was over the moon because it was, was going to go into a career field that I wanted to. I was going to get my education. Something happened along the way that, that kind of changed my shifting. Changed my shifting? Shifted my, my thought process of grad school. And it was that I don't have money. I go to school on scholarships. I am a smart boy. <laughs> and grad school is expensive. And I unfortunately did not get the grant or the um, assistantship that I needed, to, which was very competitive. Only one person gets it. So I understand why it wasn't me, uh, to essentially have school be free. So my option was try to get my job back, work full-time with the university, which means that my tuition gets dropped to $100 a semester, which is crazy. Um, and I'm getting paid to work at the university. So it would have been convenient or take out loans. And I've been blessed with not having to take out any loans. I have very minimal student let hashtag blessed. Um, so that the idea of that scared me. So after a lot of deliberation with family, with friends back at home and here, I decided to extend my program and not go to grad school. And that was probably the best decision I could have done because I ended up just, you know, having this amazing group of friends around me with the roommates that I already mentioned with my girls, Nicole, Londi, and Demi. I love you all. Um, I don't know which Nicole, I know you listen, Demi, uh, sus about you. Londi, I don't know if you listen, but you're going to be on an episode, so I'm going to force you to listen. Um, and I, I've, you know, I, I built some, some bonds that I know are never going to go away. And I know that ultimately I made the right decision because my heart has always been at Disney World. And this is really an experience that I needed. And not only that, you know, when I, my decision wasn't solely based on the fact that I didn't want to pay for grad school. It was also, that was very much it, but there were other reasons and a part of the reason that I was swayed to stay with the company was that I could still do grad school and I could do it for free with Disney Aspire. So everything kind of just lined up for me really well. I was going to have roommates after the program ended and I hopefully went part time and just kind of start a new chapter of my life here in Orlando. And I have not looked back since. And, you know, among all of these amazing things that Disney has brought into my life, you are probably the best one. Oh, I wasn't and, <laughs> and, <laughs> and, you know, our, our journey, our Disney journey starts, um, in a very funky, <laughs> but, but, uh, fun way, uh, through, through Disney and through park arrival, because you were not very fond <laughs> of this loud and very, <laughs> egotistical Latino man who just entered your your domain because you were there first. 
what are you talking about? I loved every second <laughs> I got to spend with you. <laughs> um, we were not the greatest of friends when we first met. Well, I, I want to take this part. Go for it. Go for it. I'm going to defend myself, oh, but fine. go for it. That's fine. So, so we'll segue back into my half of my, my, my second half of my Disney journey. Um, yes. So because I was an extension uh, CP coming into park arrival. And because Andreas was a new person coming in with his CP, I had about two weeks, me and the other people that were there that were also part of the extension, um, where it was just us. And then the part-timers and full-timers that were there. Um, the new CPs weren't going to get in yet. Um, I don't know if you, I guess you were spring advantage. Yeah. That would make sense. No, you weren't. No, I was, I was spring. Cause I was only going to be there for the, for the five months okay, and then cool. I extended into what would have okay. been advantage. Um, so, uh, so yeah, there were two weeks where it was just, it was just us and it was just a handful of people, um, that were CPs working there before the next batch came in, basically. Um, that's how I met one of my other best friends. Hi, Alicia. Hi, Alicia. Um, Alicia is all the way from the UK. Um, and from the Ook. From the Ook. Um, and she had been at Fantasmic working attractions and then extended over into merchandise um, at Park Arrival. So we all, like, all of us extension people had kind of, like, grown this really quick bond together just because we were the only CPs there at the time. Um, and a lot of our friends from like our past locations had left or gone to other places. So like we, we bonded together very quickly and, and we all picked up the job very quickly too. Therefore, when Andreas's group of CPs came in, what up? <laughs> um, granted there were like maybe like two or three people in his CP group that like actually sucked at their job probably or like were less than magical everybody else was fine but because of those like two or three like rotten apples it gave my group a very negative outlook on these new cps that were coming in and trying to act like they knew more than us and trying to step on our toes and blah 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 blah. and we had this whole superiority complex that was just stupid i look back on it and i hate that we became like an us versus them type situation but but it's not without any merit. Like, you're right. There were absolutely... Like, it's it's hard to disassociate, you know, the the few rotten apples yes. from... I think that's a, a like, lesson that people I, need to learn yes. in life in general. But, like, so I can understand because I, I know also, who you're talking yes. about. Yes, and I also have, like, a really big problem with, like, people being condescending towards me um, in general. Like, part of it is, like... My my whole anxiety being like, please don't yell at me or I'll cry. And the other part of it is like me being like, I know what I'm doing. Please stop talking to right. me in this way. If you need to tell me something and if you need me to fix something, there is a much nicer way to go about it. And a few of those people in your group went about it in a not nice way. And I was like, oh, that is the quickest way to get <laughs> on my blacklist. I'll like, nope. Um, and like... And you were, like, at the top of the list because <laughs> we had, like, one negative interaction or something where, like, I asked you to do something and you were just like, eh, no. And I was like, oh, he's the leader of the group. <laughs> so this, yes, I am the leader of the group. Uh, thank you. Thank you for acknowledging my, my superiority. Um, but texting my friends and being like, we don't like that, him. <laughs> now, here, here's the thing where I, I will admit that I don't remember that. I, I remember that night. I don't remember me responding in that way per se, but I'm not going to debate that because you have a much better memory than I do. What I will say is that I don't like having people tell me or suggest to me what I should do, and especially someone who has no authority over me. So I already had you pinned as 
uh, the scum of the earth, um, <laughs> along with your friend group. Okay. Every single one of you could have could have just disappeared, and I would not have batted an eye wow. um, until so I needed amazing. to because my eyes were dried out. Um, <laughs> so out of out of sheer just like bodily functions, I would not have you know had a second thought <laughs> if you all fell off the face of the earth because oh. I also make quick snap judgments and i had had some experiences that i did not like and i continued to have them past this point so and before and after this night that we're that we're referencing when you uh, put me on your blacklist at the head of it at the top of it um but that that rubbed me wrong and because i knew the crowd that you hung around who frankly i've come to love all of them if not most of them now uh I I was not having it. Like you are not are never going to tell me what to do unless <laughs> I'm okay with it and I allow you to. Especially not at that point when we had no, zero interaction. Right, together. exactly. Now you tell me to go grab you a drink of water now and I'll do it before you even finish the sentence. But like <laughs> that's entirely different. Like at that point I was like, mm, I don't know who you think you are. You've never met me. I will destroy you um, verbally. <laughs> so it, that did not sit well with me that you asked me to do that. So if my answer was snappy, I will apologize. But that was because, you know, I I misread and I, yes, not all of us needed to go pick up that ACV. Totally agree. At that point, I was just probably trying to to rebel against whatever authority you thought you had. Yeah. I mean, if anybody is confused about the story, we talked about it like in our very first episode, I'm pretty sure. But basically, so our job is, is getting ECVs, wheelchair strollers. We handle the rentals and we also collect them around the park at the end of the night. Um, and sometimes it happens where we don't have the amount of ECVs that we need mm-hmm. because one's been abandoned in the park. So I think at that point, two ECVs have been abandoned in the park. Um, and one of our closing duties is to, um, go to like the hub, the center part, right in front of Cinderella's castle to go pick up any strollers that people have left and just didn't return wheelchairs, all that good stuff. Um, so there's like, it's like the whole crew of us and it's all, it's all CPs. And I want to say I was the only one in my friend group. And then it was, it was your group, Mm -hmm. um, that made up the rest of it. And me and our friend Nicole, um, we had been asked by the leaders, like, and given given the ECV keys and told that we needed to go find the missing ECVs. So we were going to walk around the park and try to find them. Um, and your group had also heard that there were missing ECVs and took it upon took it upon yourselves to to find them too. Because we had orders from a different leader. Yes, coordinator so it was that definitely night, just so like a miscommunication. But like it, it turned into seven people looking for two ECVs, which was so unnecessary. Which was so unnecessary. And there were so many so many strollers that needed to get taken back and put away. And like it was. It was lit, like, I mean, it was it was technically during our off season, so it's not like we were there super late. But like, it had been. I'm pretty sure it had been a long day. I just wanted to go home and close. So I said to like the the whole group, I was like, "Can some people stay behind and go get the strollers? Um, because we don't need all these people getting the ECV." And Andreas was the one that said, eh, "I'd rather not." And like kept walking with the rest of the group, and that is what made me frustrated granted i love that i just said earlier a few minutes ago that i hate it when people tell me what to do and i was telling you what to do so i understand that there is a flaw in my actions i get it i promise um but again you didn't necessarily tell me what to do you made a suggestion but i had already pinned you as someone that i, I, I was never going to listen to yes. so that that just struck me um, and and it's just unfortunate that i'm i'm a vocal person and no one else <laughs> in the group was gonna speak so i was like Yes. So there was definitely, like, just a war, a silent war, and sometimes not so silent, going on between these two groups of people that, like, felt like they were superior to each other. And, like, it just it just grew into, like, its own thing because 
um, part, a branch of, of Park Rival Merchandise is also um, delivery services. Um, and delivery services is a part of uh, park operations where if you buy a package in the store and you don't want to carry it all around the park, you can pick it up at the front of the park at the end of the day, or you can get it sent to your resort or you can get it sent home, and we're the ones that go pick up all the packages and sort them. It's very, very cool. Um, I miss it a lot. Um, <laughs> and um, delivery services, while it is a branch of park arrival, you have to be approached by a leader and asked if you are interested in being trained in it because it is very much more independent work than than park arrival is park arrival mm-hmm. is more team-based and like um having having a coordinator tell you what to do whereas uh delivery services you're doing a lot of it a lot of it on your own so like they want to make sure that you can handle that so um my my friends um yeah all of us in my group basically we had all gotten approach to be in delivery services because we had been there a little bit longer than some of the other CPs. And then um, I know our friend Johnny, who was in Andres' group, he also got approached to to do delivery services. Um, and, like, because there was already a silent war going on between these people, some people were spreading rumors saying, like, that we were just getting offered the delivery services positions because we were so bad at strollers that they wanted to get us out. And, like, that made us even matter because they are like, that's literally not true. But, again, those were the bad people spreading those rumors. So, like, I see that, like, now backing up, like, hindsight is twenty twenty. Um So it was just, like, this dumb silent war and uh, just didn't – I, like, grew to – I grew to figure out, like, which ones in the group were, like, actually – good people to hang out with, like Nicole and Londi, um, and, uh, insert other people, I can't even, Marissa, like, people like that, um, but, like, uh, and I was able to figure out who, who the bad people were that I didn't want to necessarily, um, hang out with, and so I was able to, like, slowly separate everything, and I remember one day, Andreas and I were put on the same register together, and I still didn't like him, so I was just like, I don't know how long I'm going to be stuck back here with this guy. I'm going to have to talk to him or, like, make polite conversation. And I don't want to. (laughs) And I completely forgot what it was that happened that, like, made me do a complete 180, um, 360, what up, math. um, 180. 180. Um, It was either... You heard me sing, and you complimented me on my singing. That happened, yeah. That happened. And we also were, like, talking about Game of Thrones. We were talking about Game of Thrones. And I saw you give, um you made a magical moment and gave a guest um, a free bubble wand because I think they'd been talking about how they'd gone all over the park all day trying to find this specific bubble wand and they were so glad that they had just finally found it here. And I just saw you, like, slowly, like, reach for the bubble wand and, like, go away from your register and just gave it to the dad and you were like, ha, it's on Mickey. It's cr-. And, like, I remember seeing that and being like, Aw, I think I made a mistake. <laughs> and I remember, like, texting my, like, our group chat later that night being like, I think I was wrong. <laughs> um, I think, mm, I think, so, like, we came up, I think we came up with code names for the people that we still, like, didn't like, just so we could talk about them and, like, not get caught. But, like, I think from that point on, I was like, um, I, I don't think, I don't think they're as bad as we thought they were. Um, yeah, so... Drama set aside, um, back to my Disney journey, unless you have anything to add about this. Um, basically my CP was about to end. It was like a month or so, um, out from ending. It might've been like a month and a half. Um, and I was on the phone with my mom and was trying to find jobs to do after Disney, but like nothing really fit. And I was like, not 
I was finding myself not wanting to print out these resumes and make these cover letters just because like I had, I didn't, I didn't, deep down I didn't want to leave and I just hadn't really accepted that yet. Um, and so I called my mom and was like, okay, so here's the thing. Um, I think about watching Happily Ever After for the last time and I cannot bear it. <laughs> um, so I think I want to stay. Would that make you upset? <laughs> and she's like, I've literally been waiting for you to tell me that you wanted to stay. Like, no, it does not make me upset. She's like, as long as you can figure out like how to support yourself, you're fine. I'm like, cool. So, um, I figured out how to put in my transfer to get, uh, to get part-time and, and that's what I got. I was lucky enough to be able to stay with, with Park Arrival, which, um, I was not expecting to happen. I had my transfer, um, open for, for a few other locations that were bigger just to, just to help my chances to, to stay. Um, but since our location is so small, no one was expecting me to stay there. Um, and then I, I think the night before I found out that I had gotten my transfer approved, um, the hub was still letting me pick up shifts, even though it was past my end date. And I was like, this doesn't seem right. Um, this seems very weird, actually. And then I got got the email being like, you get to stay. And I was like, that must be why I can pick up shifts now. Cool, I'm staying. They have my soul. <laughs> um, and yeah, I've been... I've been uh, technically with the company for, for over two years now. It was two years, uh, September 4th of 2020, um, if we're counting when my CP started, but with the company officially, um, I celebrated my one year, um, this past May in, in 2020. So it's been, it's been great. I love strollers. I, and delivery services. I never thought that I would be passionate about strollers. Me neither. Like I never, like, I remember our friend Ethan, who was like our trainer when we first started, um, and he said, cause he could tell that I wasn't like as enthusiastic about it, but I was still very excited to learn about everything. And he's like, people always come in here not expecting to love it, but like, I promise you, you will not want to leave. And that is exactly what happened. Um, so, and I was lucky enough in, um, December of 2019 to, um, get offered to be a trainer in our location for both, uh, park arrival and delivery services, which was really cool. Um, and yeah, so that is that is my Disney journey. Of course, the furloughs and everything has been happening, so yeah, uh, journey has been has been paused. Yeah, it's 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 on a it's on a momentary pause. We don't know how long that moment will last, but it's in a it's definitely not the end for sure. Not the end. I think both of us have big aspirations. Perhaps mine are a little bigger than they should be um, <laughs> about what I want to do with this company that I love so much. But uh, you know. Life happens, and this is extremely unprecedented times that we're going through, and everyone is kind of figuring out as they go. Mm-hmm. No one really knows what's coming next, which is, it's unsettling, but that's almost the best way to go about life, because if you're prepared for everything, nothing stresses, like, nothing scares you. Yeah. Um, and I like to live by, you know, like I, I want to be prepared for, I want to expect the best, but be prepared for the worst, and that's kind of the spot that we're in right now, but we know that eventually, you know, we're not going to be kept away from this company forever just because we love it too much. I mean, looking back on like, now that I've like retold the story, like I remember not wanting to come to strollers, not wanting to leave Disney Springs, not wanting to come to magic, any of that. But like, if I hadn't taken that leap of faith and done something that like, I didn't expect to turn out as well as it did, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have met Alicia. I wouldn't have gotten trainer. Um, and I wouldn't have met you. Mm. <laughs> um, so, but yes, I'm glad. I love being able, <laughs> I love being able to tell the story that like, 
we hated each other for the first three months that we knew it's each other. It's cute. It's it's a cute like like, um, like origin. Story. I love telling our trainees um, and being like, "Oh yeah, we hate each other." And you're like, "What?" Right. Um, but I, yes, you are. You are one of the best things that has happened because of our Disney journey. But Disney journey is definitely something that I I personally feel like everyone who even has a any slight like childhood wonder or happiness in their soul should do <laughs> people who judge like adults for still being disney fans like you're a complete oh, that just, should be a whole other you're 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 ridiculous so like it's there's nothing wrong with feeling with you know being in your 20s but still being a kid at heart you know it's not like <laughs> i can go to magic kingdom and ride dumbo and have the great time greatest time in the world and then three hours later i'm gonna go to epcot and i'm gonna be drinking around the world <laughs> like like you can't tell me that's not the life um and that is, you know, part of the reason why I wanted to stay because it's a lifestyle that that suited me mm-hmm. well because I can play where I work and I work where I play and that it's it's kind of I guess it depends on in what environment you're in. That's almost like weird because it's like an overdose of everything. But for me, it's 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 what I want, you know, and it's something that I didn't realize that I wanted because I never I I'm not the type of person that is ever going to want to be, you know, strapped behind a desk. In a three-piece suit, typing numbers into my in a computer, you know, a desk job, having a cubicle, a nine-to-five is not is not the life for me. And I, I, who would have thought that Disney was the way for me to escape that? Uh, at least until I, you know, become overlord. I mean, CEO of the company. <laughs> um, but you know, until then, working my way through through the parks, you know, starting out as a CP, getting part time, immediately becoming a trainer, becoming a trainer before you, which made sense. Listen, um, we don't need I excluded <laughs> that part. That's so oh, I didn't forget. Rude. But whatever. Yeah. Regardless, I um you know, it's 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 a it's a it's a path that that I've enjoyed and it's a path that I I expect to continue whether it's now or in a year from now or you know, who knows what's going to happen. But I definitely think like the things I've learned at Disney are incomparable to to anything else I've learned from any other job. Like not to like discredit the other jobs that I've had because I have had jobs that I've loved just as much as Disney, but I've definitely been able to tell that there has been a a difference in in character and just the way that I go about go about my daily life, whether I'm working or not, because of the things that I've learned while working at Disney, um, because it's not, it's not just, it's not just retail. It's not Mm -hmm. just pushing buttons. It is, it is getting to know the people that you're around because when you have this positive energy around, like that makes the, that makes the work and the, the outcome so much better. Um, and it's not, yeah, it's not just typing numbers into a register. It's, it's getting to know the person that you're talking to. I mean, I was, I remember telling my mom only a few months after, I started my pro- program and I'm like, I'm, I'm asking people when I check out at Walmart, like how their day is going. And I never, I never did yeah, that before. Yeah, you so much more Yeah, like I, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm very introverted and I still very much am. Um, but I mean, working at Disney, it makes you, it makes you want to have those interactions. It, it makes you realize that there, there's a person behind every, every mm-hmm. role that you see and, and there's there's a story behind behind every guest that you interact with, and it's it's taught me how you can do almost you it takes minimum effort to make a maximum difference in somebody's day, whether it's just asking 
um, the person ringing you up, like how their day is going, or if it's just starting some, some casual conversation. I don't know. Like it's, I've been able to tell that like my confidence with, with talking to people and just my genuine curiosity to invest in the people around me has mm. grown exponentially because I've worked at, I've worked at Disney and like the confidence, like in myself too, like working at Disney. And I talked about this, this yesterday with Andreas that like, it is definitely like its own breed of work. Like you could work retail, you can work, um, in like perform it really anything like you can, and it, it still won't be comparable to the experience you're going to have at Disney just because it is, it's, its own wrapped up package of unexpected situations and magical experiences and just uh, storytelling. I don't know. It's just, it's very, it's very like you don't get it until you are a part of it. And then, so I think it's, that has been like my, my biggest takeaway that I, I don't think I would be who I am today without everything that the company has, has taught me. Um, and I'm, I'm sad that there will be a pause for, for this journey, but it's definitely not, not definitely. the end. But it's not the end mm-mm. not at all. And, you know, I like what you said. I, I think that the, the college program, the Disney college program is something that everyone who grew up with Disney in any way should do. And I will add to that by saying, I think everyone should do it, but it's not for everyone. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a great experience to come here and realize that this is something that you don't want to do because you get a taste of the, you know, a service industry or the tourism industry, or, you know, on the flip side, maybe you figure out that this is, has been your calling the whole time. Or someone like me, who I have a very broad degree in psychology where I could, you know, go a bunch of different ways but I can't really hone in onto anything unless I get like a higher level degree, but I can apply everything that I've learned about people because that's what my degree is in essentially understanding people and use it every day while I'm at the parks interacting with my, my uh, fellow cast members or leaders or guests or whatever. Um, and the idea that I could, like you said, you know, make someone's day just by giving them a warm, friendly smile when the rope drops and they're coming in. You know, it's, it fills my heart with joy. I, we have friends who have stated that the program was the best four months that they've had in their life. And that's something that they wouldn't have admitted when they were here, but that they've kind of looked back now and realized that the happiest they have ever been is when they were here. Maybe they didn't like the job that they did. Maybe the job that they had was really frustrating for them and they didn't like it and it was emotionally overwhelming, but the experience as a whole was the best. They got to meet so many people and they've made long lasting friendships. And, you know, I think across the board, um, whether your experience was like that or it's more like mine, where every waking second that I've been in Orlando since I moved down here has been one of the best ever. Um, it, it just goes to show that, that, that Disney is magical, whether you, believe in it or not, whether you choose to, you know, sell your soul to the mouse <laughs> or not, Happily. you, you, you realize that there is, there is magic that really exists in the world. And, and it's, and it's brought to us by 
the people who work there. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's unfortunate to see what's happening with so many people having to let go because, you know, we are the magic. And I can't remember exactly what the quote is right now from Walt himself, but you, you can't make people, the magic. It takes people to make the dream a reality. Exactly. Boom. Right there. Um, and without us, there is no magic. So we hope to be back because we know we're going to be back because we want to make magic. And until then, maybe this is a great outlet for us to try to bring a little magic to anyone out there who wants to listen. So, but yeah, on that note, I think we're going to wrap this Mm -hmm. episode up before it runs too long. Yes. If you guys have any questions about our Disney journeys, um, if you are interested in doing the Disney college program, whenever that comes back to life, um, please let us know. Um, and I'm just, it's a really confusing and uncertain time right now, just in the world. Um, I know that I've been getting overwhelmed with, with everything that's been happening, but, um, just, I don't want to say something cliche, but just, I don't know. You've got, you do have to find, find the positives in it, so... Whether you have to find pixie dust under a rock, go find it, yeah. please. Every great cloud has a silver lining. You yes. just have to search a little harder sometimes to find it. But uh, And every Cinderella castle has a line for Tinkerbell. So. Correct. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I don't really have anything else to say other than go follow us on Instagram at justadonother.podcast. Follow us on Facebook um, at justanotherpodcast. It's the one logo with the mic. There's, we're not the only Just Another Podcast. We are going to change we're our name, by the way. Season 2, a lot of the stuff is going to change. The Instagrams and the Facebooks are going to change. But just.another.podcast for Instagram and Just Another Podcast on Facebook. Come follow us. Come hang out with us. Let us know about your Disney journey and how you felt about it. Because our experiences are, are not universal. If you had a bad experience with it, I would also like to hear. Mm-hmm. You know, every 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 experience is different and every experience is valid but uh but yeah thank you guys so much and we'll see you again oh well well will we see you i don't know how to say this it's fine we'll see you again next week <laughs> hi mom, hi, mom. <laughs> bye, bye guys.